Thank you, everyone, for joining us today, audience in the TV studio. What a joy to have you with us once again. Thank you for being here. I know you're all busy, but you took time out of your busy lives. And I'm believing as a result of it, there's a special blessing coming your way. Amen. Amen. I have an aunt in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In fact, Aunt Irma, if you're watching today, this is especially for you. But uh, she's, uh, oh, in her 90s now, and uh, uh, she has to have special care, uh, people in her home there to take care of her and so forth. And uh, I went by to see her uh, sometime back, and uh, they had her all dressed and ready, waiting for me. And uh, when I got there, it was just before my program was coming on that she watches on the station there in Tulsa. And uh, she said, now sit down, Jerry. And uh, said, she still calls me Bubba like my mom and dad used to. She said, sit down, Bubba. Uh, Bubba's about to come on TV. <laughs> she don't ever miss my broadcast. You know? so, so I sat down there she, and it came on and, and she said, no, now listen, this is my favorite preacher. And so we sat there and I had to watch the whole program with her. She said, you know, a prayer just came to pass. I said, what? She said, many times I sat here and I'm watching you. And I said, Lord, just let him come out of that television set and come sit down with me. And he said, look, here you are. <laughs> Praise God. That touched my heart. So Ann Irma, I love you, girl. And uh, this is for you. Praise God. All right. We're talking about the favor of God. Wow. We have covered three lessons now on uh, walking in divine favor. And we're going to close out this session today talking about the 10 major benefits of walking in God's favor. I, I discovered these from the word a long, long time ago. And I began preaching them and I've been to churches where uh, they, they will lead the congregation in this. Uh, one pastor had it all printed up. And he gave his, uh, every member of the congregation a copy of it. And before he starts preaching, he says, all right, let's all stand and make our confession. And they read all of these benefits of walking in the favor of God. You ought to write them down. And if you don't catch them all, uh, log on to our website. They'll be there and you can get them all. And then you walk around and confess these, decree them, praise God. So I dug these out of the Word of God. I've applied all of these to my life. I've seen every one of them work and come to pass. So I believe I'm not an isolated case. If it'll work for me, it'll work for you, yeah, praise yeah, God. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the 10 major benefits of walking in divine favor. Number one, supernatural increase and promotion. Supernatural increase and promotion. A vivid example of this is found in the story of Joseph. I'm sure you've all read it, but God gave Joseph such favor that it literally took him from what I like to say, the pit to the palace. You remember Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers and he wound up in prison, but even in prison, God gave him favor. He, he, he wound up running the prison. Uh, he wound up working for the, for the man who was the prince or the guardian of the prison. I mean, God gave this man favor everywhere he turned. In Genesis chapter 41, verses 39 through 42, it says, Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Now, he's talking to a man who was a former prisoner. He's in the man's prison. But because the favor of God was on him, he went from the pit 
to the palace. And he says here now that you will rule over my people. And uh, the only one that will be greater than you, Pharaoh said, will be me myself. I'll be the only one that has greater authority in all of the land uh, beside you. And then he says, and Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. He went from rags to riches. Amen. Why? Because of the favor of God. I call that supernatural increase and promotion. And then in chapter 47 of Genesis, Verse 12, it says, and Joseph supplied his father and his brethren and all his father's household with food according to the needs of their families. And I want you to notice this was all happening during a time of famine. But because of the favor of God that was on Joseph's life, he experienced supernatural increase and promotion. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Number two, favor will produce restoration of everything the enemy has stolen from you. Restoration of everything the enemy has stolen. Once again, uh, in the uh, book of Exodus, we see the favor of God on the children of Israel when they were leaving Egypt. Exodus chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, and then on down into verse 21 and 22, God says, I will give this people favor talking about the children of Israel. I will give this people favor and it shall be when you go out, you shall not go empty handed. Now, remember they had been slaves to the Egyptians, not only them, but their ancestors for over 400 years. But God told this group of people, I am going to give you favor. And when you leave the land of Egypt, you're not going to leave empty handed. In fact, the Bible says they stripped the Egyptians took everything they had. I like the message translation says, pick them clean. Amen. <laughs> Strip the Egyptians of everything they had. And what God did, he not only gave this generation everything that was due them, all the wages that they should have received, but he gave them the wages with interest of all of their ancestors for 400 years. I'm telling you, you talk about supernatural increase. You talk about restoration of everything the devil has stolen. He not only gave them what was owed to them, but what was belonged to their ancestors for over 400 years. So here again, we see that the favor of God produces restoration of everything the enemy has taken from you. Number three, we find that favor produces honor even in the midst of our adversaries. Honor even in the midst of our adversary. Now, that certainly would fit Joseph's case once again. But listen to what David once said in Psalm 23, verses 5 and 6. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Notice he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, so many of God's people take Psalm 23 and talk about this heavenly banquet that God is going to prepare for us. But the folks, that's not a heavenly banquet. It says he's going to prepare this banquet in the presence of our enemies. In case you haven't heard, 
the devil's not going to heaven. Praise the Lord. So this is not a heavenly banquet. This is an earthly banquet. What's God saying here? I will give you favor even in the midst of your adversaries. I'll prepare a banquet for you and Satan will have to stand by and watch it happen and won't be able to do anything about it. I will anoint your head even in his presence. That's honor in the midst of our adversaries. David went on to say, my cup runneth over, surely goodness and mercy, which are characteristics of the favor of God, shall follow me all the days of my life. Notice David says, God's favor will follow me all the days of my life. And remember, this is all happening in the presence of his enemies. So once again, favor produces honor even in the midst of our adversaries. And then number four, oh, I love this one. An increase in assets, especially in the arena or the area of land and real estate. Amen. Wow. The favor of God produces an increase in assets, but especially in the area of land and real estate. Now, where do you get that, Brother Jerry? Glad you asked. Genesis chapter 13, <laughs> verse 2. Now remember, we already saw in Genesis chapter 12 on a previous broadcast that God promised that he would bless Abraham and that he would give him an increase in favor. Do you remember that? Yes, I will bless thee and give, the Amplified Bible said, give you an abundant increase of favor. Okay, now we get to Genesis chapter 13 and in verse 2. One chapter later, after God had pronounced his blessing and his favor on Abraham's life, one chapter later, it says in Genesis 13, 2, and Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Not only that, but God told him, everywhere you put your foot, I will give it to you. He's talking about land, praise God. Everywhere you place your foot, I will give that land to you. So what's God saying? When the favor of God's on your life, you will increase in assets. You will increase in land and real estate. Joshua chapter 24, verses 12 and 13. God promised the same thing to Joshua in his day. He says, I have given you a land for which you did not labor and cities which you did not build and you dwell in them. You eat of the vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. You know what that says? The favor of God will give you houses you didn't build. Amen. It'll give you vineyards you didn't plant, praise God. Amen. I've used that verse. I, I, I saw someone building a, a shop one time, a metal building, and I needed a metal building down at my lake house to store my jet skis and my boat in so that every time my grandchildren came down, we could enjoy water sports, but I needed a place to store them. And right next door, a man was building a metal building, and when I saw it, I told my wife, I said, now there's what I need, what that man's building. I'm telling you, it wasn't two weeks. He decided to sell, or after he got the building built, he decided to sell and move out. He was driving a, a for sale sign in his front yard. I walked over there. I happened to be there. Just a coincidence. I happened to be there when he was driving the sign in the ground. And I said, sir, you selling that? He said, yeah, I thought I was going to be here for a while, but uh, my, my wife's folks passed away. We've been given uh, the place that they live in, so we're going to move there. And I'm putting this up for sale. I said, take the sign down, consider it sold. And I moved into a building that I did not build. 
Lord. Hallelujah. I believe God had that man build that building for me. Why? Because I have the favor of God. Amen. Amen. The favor of God will do things like that for you. So uh, Deuteronomy chapter 33 says that there was a man by the name of Naphtali, and he was satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord, and he possessed the West and the South. Because the favor of God was on his life, it caused him to increase in assets and also caused him to increase in land and real estate. Oh, I could give you testimony after testimony. Those of you that are sitting in the audience here, when you drive out of here today, just look directly in front of this facility, our headquarters here, and you'll see 102 acres of land that I got with the favor of God. Amen. 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 The favor of God. Amen. It produced it. When I took possession of it, there were developers out here knocking on our door, wanting to know how we got it when they've been trying to buy it. And I told them it was the favor of God. One realtor said, no, really, who do you know? I said, God. (laughs) It was the favor of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, God's word is awesome. Amen. Number five, the favor of God will cause you to experience great victories in the face of impossible odds. Great victories in the face of impossible odds. Once God's people were facing an army that totally outnumbered them, that army possessed countless horses and chariots, but because God's favor was on his people, their enemy was totally defeated. Listen to what the Bible says in Joshua chapter 11, verse 4, and Joshua chapter 6, verses 8 and verse 20. It says, And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel, for they, referring to their enemy, had no favor. Wow. God delivered their enemy into the hands of his people. Why? Because the enemy had no favor. His people had the favor, but the enemy didn't. So what happened? God's people were able to defeat an enemy that totally outnumbered them. Now, listen to this. Psalm 5, I mean, Psalm 41 and verse 11. I love this verse. Psalm 41 and verse 11 says, By this I know that you favor me. Now listen to how he says, I know this, because my enemy does not triumph over me. He says, here's one of the ways I know the favor of God's on my life because the enemy never triumphs over me. Hallelujah. The enemy has no favor and you do. Amen. The message translation says, the reason I know this is because there's never any victory shouts in the enemy's camp. Hallelujah. Isn't that great? So that means that God will give you great victories in the face of impossible odds when his favor is on your life. Number six, recognition, even when you're the least likely to receive it. Recognition, even when you're the least likely to receive it. David was a good example of this. As a young boy, no one thought he would become king not even his father. In fact, when Samuel the prophet came to Jesse's house to anoint the next king, he said, bring me your sons. And and Jesse lined up all his sons, but because he didn't think that David could possibly be the one, he didn't even bother bringing David up there. He just brought the sons who looked like they could be king. He left uh, David out there with the sheep. 
And so Daniel, uh, Samuel rather walks in front of all these boys and boy from the outward appearance, they look like they could be the next king of Israel. But Samuel said, God looks on the heart, not the outward appearance. And he said, it's none of these boys. Don't you have any more boys? He said, well, I got one, that little scrawny guy out there in the field with the sheep. He said, bring him here. And when David walked up, Samuel said, behold the king. Amen. What happened? The favor of God was on David's life and it gave him recognition even when he was the least likely to receive it. You know, God can do that on your job. You might be the least likely for a promotion. You might be the least likely for a raise. But if you know the favor of God's on you, praise God, you're now a candidate for recognition even when you're the least likely to receive it. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 19 through 21, let David stand before me. This is what King Saul said. Let David stand before me for he has found favor in my sight. Amen. He not only had favor with God, but he had favor with King Saul. Number seven, preferential treatment, preferential treatment. The favor of God will produce preferential treatment. We can see this in the story of Esther. Esther experienced this at a time when God's people were under great persecution. But the Bible says in Ephesians, Esther 2.17, and she obtained favor in his sight, talking about the king, and he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen. Notice preferential treatment. This is just a little Jewish girl, you know, but she found favor in the sight of the king and he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen. She was just this little Jewish girl, but she found favor with the king. Why? Because she had favor with God. And as a result, it produced preferential treatment. Now, number eight, when the favor of God's on your life, it'll cause petitions to be granted even by ungodly civil authorities. It will cause petitions to be granted even by ungodly civil authorities. I've used that many times. You know, I, anybody ever notice, anybody that's a, a minister, a preacher, a pastor, do you ever notice when it's time to buy land and build buildings, it seems like every demon in your city shows up at your ministry? And it seems like they all live at City Hall, you know? And every devil in town tries to fight you and keep you from doing it. But I've learned to rely upon the favor of God because my petition will be granted even by ungodly civil authorities when I know I have the favor of God. Once again, you can see this in the story of Esther and how that she benefited from the favor of God in this manner. She learned that there was a plot against the Jews, that they were all going to be killed. So she went before the king and petitioned him. And it says in Esther chapter five, verse six, and uh, seven and eight and chapter seven, verse one, she said, my petition and my request is this. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, then don't let this happen. And although the king did not worship the God of the Jews, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he granted her petition. Amen. Amen. What happened? She uh, experienced the favor of God. And as a result of it, her petition was granted even by an ungodly civil authority. 
You may be facing that in your life. Believe for the favor of God to show up. Don't just settle for, well, I guess it wasn't God's will. Well, I guess if God wanted it to happen, he'd have made it happen. No, you have to fight the good fight of faith. You speak the favor of God over that situation and don't back off until you get results. Number nine, I love this. When the favor of God's on your life, policies, rules, regulations will be changed or reversed in your behalf. Policies, rules, and regulations will be changed or reversed in your behalf. Once again, we see this in the story of Esther. Even though the king had already set the time for all the Jews to die. You know, once, once a king issues a decree, a decree cannot be changed by anyone else. Only the king can change that decree. And he'd already made a decree and had set the time for all the Jews during Esther's time to be killed. But because of the favor of God on Esther's life, the king's decree was changed. Rules, regulations, policies will be changed or reversed if it's necessary for you to win a battle. Praise God. Esther chapter 8, verses 4 through 8 say, The king said to Queen Esther, You yourselves write a decree concerning the Jews. You talk about reverse. He let her write the decree. And it was different from his decree. You yourselves write a decree concerning the Jews as you please in the king's name and no one will revoke it. You talk about a turn of events. Amen. Because the favor of God was on her life. And then finally, number 10, when the favor of God's on your life, battles won, which you won't even have to fight. Glory to God. Battles will be won in which you won't even have to fight. Psalm 44, verses 1 through 3, the psalmist says, We have heard with our ears, O Lord. Our fathers have told us the deeds that you did in their days, in days of old. You drove out the nations with your hand. But our people, our ancestors, you planted. You afflicted their enemy and cast them out. And listen to this. For they did not gain possession of the land. Talking about their ancestors. They did not gain possession of their land by their own sword, nor did they, uh, their own arms save them. But it was your right hand, your army, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. What's it saying? They got all this land, not by their sword, not by their might, but they got it and didn't have to lift a finger because you favored them. So that tells me that there are battles that can be won that you don't even have to fight because of the favor of God. I remember going through a long extended battle one time. I said, Lord, this is taking too long. I'm not a novice. I know how to do this. Why is this taking so long? He said, because you stop confessing consistently the favor of God. Get back on your confession of my favor and you just watch. I did, God did, and the rest is history. Praise God. Amen. So the favor of God, 10 major benefits. I hope you got them all. If you didn't, go on our website. We'll have them listed there or get the resources and they're in the book. And uh, I'm telling you, when you learn how to appropriate these, your life will never be the same. 
I'm going to have my announcer share with you about our resources that are available to you. So you listen closely, and then I'll be right back with some closing remarks. God's amazing favor on His people can open doors, change rules, bring promotion, and cause you to excel in every way. In the book, Walking in Divine Favor, Jerry Savelle shares revelation knowledge about just how favored you are. You can learn to walk in expectancy of doors being opened that otherwise seem impossible. There is no limit to what God's favor can do in your life. In the three-CD teaching, Expect God's Favor in Your Life, Jerry Savelle shares biblical insight and personal examples of God's favor that will cause you to walk in a higher level of this life-changing spiritual force. Discover how God has surrounded you with a shield of favor that will protect you from the enemy's attacks and bring you increase. Request the Walking in Divine Favor package, including Walking in Divine Favor and Expect God's Favor in Your Life today. Don't wait, call, or go online to jerrysavelle.org. Develop your faith and expectation for God's favor to manifest today. Now listen, it's important that you get these resources on the favor of God. This is the last week we're going to be offering this special, my little book, Walking in Divine Favor, and three CDs on expecting God's favor in your life. Now, once again, if you didn't get all of those 10 major benefits, they're right here in this little book, chapter 6, 10 benefits of walking in the favor of God. You can not only read them, they're listed there, but scripture references and explanation about it. And I'm telling you, once you learn how to appropriate those things, I'm telling you, your life is never going to be the same. I know that's something I repeat quite often, but I'm telling you the truth. My life has never been the same since I learned how to walk in the favor of God. And I know you'll have the same testimony once you learn how to walk in it. So order these right now. Don't delay. Go to our website, jerrysavelle.org, or you can order from the information that's on your screen. There's our address. You can write or you can phone, but order them right now. As soon as you order them, the, the, that order will be placed with our publication department. They'll send it to you by return mail. And then you can sit down, hopefully with you and your entire family, study these things out and learn how to walk in God's favor. Praise God. Next week, we're going to begin a brand new study. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope that you will make your plans to join with us. I want to thank our partners once again. Thank you, partners. You're the reason we're able to touch so many lives all over the world. Your partnership is vital, it's important, and it's very special to us. Thank you all for watching today, and I want to encourage you to remember, as you leave, as you turn the television set off, don't forget your faith. That faith that God has put on the inside of you, it will overcome everything you're going through because the Bible says your faith will overcome the world. Thanks again. I'll see you next week. Adventures in Faith is Jerry Savelle's free quarterly magazine, and it's available to you today. Inside each issue are powerful teachings by Brother Jerry and Carolyn Savelle, as well as faith-building articles from many other featured guests. For some time, my life had been difficult to live and nothing I tried was helping. During one of my dark moments, I received my copy of Adventures in Faith magazine. I read it from cover to cover, and by the time I finished, the darkness had lifted and I felt so much better. I have been blessed reading Adventures in Faith. You have completely changed my thinking, and I know that God can and will do what He promised in His Word. 
Thank you for helping me get out of depression and realize my full potential. You can read your first issue today. Simply go online to jerrysavelle.org or download the Jerry Savelle app on your mobile device to begin reading issues immediately. You can also call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and register to receive a printed version twice per year, delivered right to your mailbox. Don't wait. Now's your chance for more faith in your life. Register today for Adventures in Faith. 